This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling, and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're You're listening listening to the Podmania Podmania Pro Pro Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, Podcast. a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Pod Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Goodwin, and I am joined by Garth Jackson and the Pyramid Scheme man himself, Chris O'Brien. Christopher, how are you? Why do I tell you to anything? Because it then gets brought up later on the fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're back. I, I, my quadrant my county's going quadrant um it's going into <laughs> i couldn't i forgot what i forgot the word county i'm panicked my county my county's going my county's going down to stage two which is good but also edinburgh's going up to stage four so in reality we're in stage four because <laughs> yeah, because no ba- no literally we're basically because beyond where I am, there's the borders and then England. But and then because the borders are next to England, it's basically England. So I can't go down because I'll be going to England, but I can't go up because I'll be in Edinburgh. So I'm still basically stuck where the fuck I am. I can't like avoid Edinburgh. <laughs> so like if I want to take the train anywhere, I need to go through Edinburgh. Can... They're they're doing it. Like, but really they're just seeing fuck you. Stay away from <laughs> yeah, fuck you, you. No, I and like I get why it's happening, but I'm just sort of like, can you at least like keep us in phase whatever so the job center will stop going? But we're in phase two. It's like, yeah, but there's no fucking jobs. It's great. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Fair enough, Garth. How are you? Good. Yes, refreshed as usual. Uh, <laughs> not having to tr- trudge the trudge to work and shit like that. Um, living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it always sound like you're being sarcastic? Always. Like just, I, I've I've had, I've had conversations. I, I've had conversations with Garth where he's like passionately talking about how like Oasis changed his life, etc. And he still sounds slightly sarcastic. It's just his general demeanor, I think, isn't it? Really. Yeah, he's, he has the general demeanour of, like, that uncle who doesn't quite understand why you like what you like. <laughs> I think it's just uh, it's just years of not giving a fuck, really. Um, <laughs> no, but yes, good. Um, happy PlayStation 5 days, everybody. Uh, yeah, that console I'm not going to own for several years. <laughs> Until the PS6 comes out. Just immediately 
immediately date stamp this podcast as well. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does. To well done, Garth. To be, to be fair, if we're hoping to be listened to years in the future, whenever we mention like lockdown, that's really dating this podcast. It's like when you hear yeah. your granddad talk about the war. <laughs> could be used as historical like evidence. This could be a primary source going into the future. Just think about that for a minute. We, we should submit it to the Library of Congress. I mean, no, <laughs> just because I honestly don't think you will go the entire podcast without using the word cunt. And I don't think we can submit it to any sort of national resource with the word cunt in it. And I mean, I've said it twice you, now. So He's like, come on, I have. Do you think we could ever do a PG podcast? <laughs> What with a with a Geordie and a Scotsman? No, no, we could no. <laughs> Fuck me. I think I think I think, I think Rob swears more than I do. Yeah, I do. I do swear well, more than Garth. You you ha- you have both of you have to like train yourselves not to swear because Rob's a teacher and Garth has kids. <laughs> whereas whereas me, I I I I put into my nieces at a very very young age. But you do as I say, not as I teach. Uh, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> so, like, you can't say fuck, but I can say fuck all I want. <laughs> that makes sense. Which is bad, which is bad cause they now shout language because they're little fucking narcs. Well, to be fair, mate, you shouldn't be shouting fuck in front of a... What, how old are your nephews? Nieces, sorry? Um, one is 11, which I think that's a grey area of swearing, and one is 8. But to be fair, she has more terrifying things because she she honestly ideates about killing people out loud, and I'm sort of like, stop it, you little fucking weirdo. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> I'm honestly scared she's going to stab me in my sleep one night. Well, I hope, if she does, that you survive. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, um, the segue. The segue, lads. A series of scary thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's weird? We're not drunk either. This is this is just how we are naturally, apparently. Um Yeah. <laughs> this is our Survivor Series special. Obviously, as we record Survivor Series 2020 is on Sunday. So we have decided to come up with three matches, as is our want nowadays, um, of from a past Survivor series that we wanted to watch. And basically the the whole thing was we were going to choose matches that weren't Survivor Series elimination tag matches. And then Chris, being Chris, decided that I the let- only possible fucking match that he could pick <laughs> of all of the Survivor you're Series the, matches you're of, misrepresenting all of the Survivor happened. Series pay-per-views that there have been, Chris decided that the only one he wanted to watch was a Survivor Series elimination tag match. Explain yourself, absolute, Chris. That is absolutely not what fucking happened. Because <laughs> uh, I put my two... Cho- I had three choices, and I put all three of them past you a week ago when we did the last podcast. All and you I just... remember is on the texts, like, seeing this is the match we're watching, motherfuckers. No, yeah, that's, that's what, what I heard. That's what I heard. And, not... and if we don't watch it, I'm going to set my little niece on you who is going to kill you. No, that's not literally not what happened. <laughs> I'm being so because I had two choices: was this or Lesnar versus Brian from a couple years ago? And I was like, but this is also like really, really good. And then you were like, yeah, sure. The match I picked was short. Do what you want. So I picked that because you were like, yeah, go ahead. You gave me your blessing. I don't remember any of this, Garth. Do you? 
God, it's like being back in school. <laughs> so anyway, the matches that we have picked, we are going to start in Survivor Series 2003 from November 16th, 2003 with Team Bischoff versus Team Austin. Chris, why did you pick this? Because um, it's Apart the best. to the rules. <laughs> Fuck with police. Um, it's just the best traditional Survivor Series match ever. And everyone in it is, in some level, great or at least a meme. And yeah, it's just really fun. It's one of like, because I had this match, because I didn't have many wrestling shows to hand when I was a kid. I basically got whatever videos I could find at the charity shop. And then my friend lent me this. And it was really, really good. I'm slightly disappointed on two counts, but, you know, the the count that we've spoken about before about you flouting the only rule I put in place for this fucking podcast. And the second is that you chose this match and not what can only be described as the real main event of this show, and that is Kane versus Shane McMahon. Great. You also have the Bashams on this card, which is cool. In 2003. The Bashams, yeah. Um, and it opened... With a really weird one, Team Angle versus Team Lesnar, which one of the sole survivors was John Cena. So if you want to find Survivor Series 2003 on your network and then skip to one hour, 23 minutes and 19 seconds, which is the start of the Team Bischoff and Team Austin match, are we ready, boys? Ready. Yeah. Let's do this. Three. Two, one, play. I'm better than ever. You literally... I, this is the first time I've made this point tonight. This is literally a theme you could not have as a face. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Like, imagine if, like, Bailey... Actually, she's a heel now, isn't she? Imagine if, like... Look at Jericho, man. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do without his entrance music, does he? I will just say, you say about entrance themes, look at Bischoff as a person. There's no <laughs> way that smarmy twat could ever be a baby face. Question. Um, well, Tell me what you think about that. Um, that popular back in the day. Yes. Hell yeah. God, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, Stacey <laughs> Keebler. Look at Orton. Hang on, have you seen... Have you seen what um, Steiner has on his tights? Has he got freaks or something? No, he's just got the number 69. <laughs> what a <laughs> fucking legend. By the way, early in the year, he literally won Stacey Keebler in a, in yes, a he did. of tests. Yes, he, he literally did. Won. If you want to know what like WWE thought of women back in 2003, Scott Steiner literally won Stacey Keebler. Unbelievable. <laughs> Still a huge pop. I mean, I I don't think you're ever going to hear that glass shatter and not have a huge pop. Like, he's too much of a cultural icon. It's not like Hulk Hogan, who's sort of been disgraced at this point. King! Booker! <laughs> this is such a weirdly mismatched team. <laughs> it really is. Boy. Booker T, the Dudleys, Shawn Michaels and Rob Van Dam. <laughs> like I just imagine them back, RVD backstage going, cheeky one, cheeky bit of green. Anyone? No, no. <laughs> just me, just me. Okay. 
And then Sean's like, I'm a recovering fucking addict. What the fuck are you doing? I think Sean Michaels is pissed off that they're not coming out to his music. Mm. I wore these chaps for nothing. <laughs> oh, it's better than them poo trousers you wore the Survivor Series before, though, innit? Oh, yeah, that's actually the only... That match is literally the second match I ever saw of Shawn Michaels. And I was like, oh, wow. Because <laughs> weird enough, I was, I was having an affinity for the Survivor Series before this because I kept borrowing it from the library. But because it was an 18, I had to <laughs> get my dad to take it out on his library cast. It's an 18? It's an 18 or a 15, yeah. Because there's a lot of blood and... Austin. Mostly the blood. Austin's not on the one before this. Oh, 2002, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like how, like, just how star-studded this is. Like, there's not someone I can pick out and say is, well, Mark Henry. I was just going to say Mark Henry quite easily. Scott Steiner in 2003. But in terms of, like culturally in wrestling by the way backstory to this essentially um austin um kept as um the sheriff of raw kept attacking people (laughs) so they so linda mcmahon came out one day and said you're not allowed to attack people because otherwise we're going to get sued so (laughs) is this when he is this when he stunned linda um no but so this match basically what's on the line if Austin wins, he can continue to assault his employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if he loses, he'll be fired. I, I think that stipulation needs to be put in the title of the match. <laughs> if I win. <laughs> I will set myself on fire. Creepy little <laughs> bastard. Oh yeah, that was a thing. Who got? I, f- I forget who got call- called it, but like that followed them around for quite a while. Christian never changed his tights when he went single, did he? He just sort of kept them like this for the rest of his career. Just went white. Is he the person who went white and then black and then? Is he the person out of anyone who went to WWE, like who started in WWE, went to Impact? Is he the person that did the best? Angle, maybe. Yeah, but Angle was like a huge star in WWF. Christian, like wasn't. sort of raised his, raised his profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Maybe him, it. or maybe Bully Ray as well, or Bubba, whatever. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's a fair Christian point. Christian was seen as a potential single star before, but but um, Ray really wasn't. Like he was just the tag guy, yeah. and then he became the biggest heel ever. He was so good at that point. Oh, he's. I've seen him uh, like two Ring of Honor shows. He is so good at controlling a crowd. It's unreal. Like, he will have you eating... Oh, that's very nice. He'll have you eating out of the palm of his hand in seconds. Not literally, gave... obviously. Yeah. Actually, no, one of... it's weird. With it. It's an unbelievable <laughs> weird oddity that I've seen. The only... I believe the only singles match between Evil and, Bu- and Bully Ray. <laughs> Jesus. That's one for Cage Two match, hoppers. isn't it? Yeah. And... Um... <laughs> it ended in a DQ, because of course it did. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out who's still wrestling in this because it's a surprising amount of man. Ivy D is, although he just left Impact. Uh, Scott Steiner is. Jericho. 
I can't believe he's still wrestling. But um, actually, I think literally everyone aside from Devon, Sean, and Booker have had a match in 2019, in 2020 <laughs> rather, because well, probably has because he runs up school, doesn't he? Oh yeah, but Christian also had a match earlier this year in Raw. Oh yeah, because Edge got in. <laughs> Fucking hell! Like Freakzilla. Yeah. Freakzilla. You look at his, uh, look at him in the early '90s, and it's like Kurt Angle. He's probably like an amateur wrestling freak, mm-hmm. and then you get to this, and it's like, how is he even the same person? Like fucking chainmail Viking. <laughs> Weakzilla. Whoa, the burn. Does it? Does he, Hollywood Hulk Hogan? There, did you see him? No. This guy just as Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Mm. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Because to be fair, that's probably easier to like sneak on like the train. <laughs> like you can just look down wearing all black and then look up when you get in. Fucking hell, call him the healer. <laughs> I st- I still can't go over the fact that he just has sixty nine on his tights for no reason. Is it not? Is that not the answer to that sum that he did? <laughs> I give you my third three and a half percent. <laughs> now, the answer is that there's no way that Samoa Joe will win it. So I, I've never Ooh. actually been Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus that was Christ. so high. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I never actually looked up. Looked it up. Did he actually... Did Samoa Joe win at Sacrifice? Can't remember. I can't remember what year it is, so I can't even oh, look it up. It's just like... Uh, it, it's... It's so ab- absurd, but it's so like so much fun, like so good. Oh god! I just yeah. realized, you like deadly serious. I just realised how many people in here ended up in TNA. Oh yeah, like most of them. Most of them. Basically, all of Team Austin, apart from Michaels. Yep. And then Christian and Steiner. Ah, whenever, oh. whenever Steiner suplexes someone, and it's because of that Triple H match. I blame that Triple H match. <laughs> To be fair, he dropped RVD on his head as well. Has Austin <laughs> cut his head? How the fuck has that happened? He has, hasn't Not, he? Yeah, he? how did that happen? It looked like it was just like a... Oh, like a fun fact, this is the last ever match for the WCW Championship in WCW. That's not true. Uh, Marcus what? Alexander Bagwell versus Booker T on a random episode that of Raw. In, that wasn't in WCW. Technically it was. They branded it as WCW, Christopher. Right, I could, we could brand this podcast as an official new WWE production. It wouldn't make it true. It would be more entertaining. Why don't we, why don't we try that? <laughs> <laughs> See if we get pulled up. See how many people download it before they realise. <laughs> it's just three I twats. I don't think anyone... I don't think anyone... I think we're just going to hear the accents and go, yeah, that's not a fit. I wonder what would happen, though, if you did actually change it to... The WWE official podcast. See how long it lasted. <laughs> no, but we should put like unofficial, but have un in very small letters. Spinneroony, King Booker. To this day, right, I'll attribute Eric Bischoff to one of the best parts of a match ever, and I can't believe it's never been done since. But there was a match in TNA. I can't remember when it was, but he was on the outside and he needed, I think, I'm guessing it was someone on his team to win. And the ref counted like one, then he hit the second, and then the ref counted two. 
So the other guy got up, thinking he'd won. <laughs> Amazing. I some Jay White shit. He'd heard three, and he got up, and then the other guy small package and pinned him. But that is I can't believe it has never been done because it was such I... a great thing. Be fair, well, I can't believe it's ever been has never been done since. You know how TNA had that little um, cubby hole for the camera to go through in cage matches. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that one time, um, Christy Hemi got pulled through by fucking Samuel Shaw. Oh yeah, <laughs> brutal as fuck. Because like, why did she go to the cubby hole? Oh, for God's sake! Ah, there we go. Yeah, fuck the off, for Dudley Boy. Just... Yeah, Stein is going in here. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Bookend! Oh, tell you what, though, they're putting him out strong. They're... Oh, we didn't even use the scissors kick. He's getting buried. And again, he... Too bad, I, still, I still like the story we did with Steiner in, and Kurt Angle in TNA. Which one was that? Um, where. <laughs> Um, basically, um, Steiner got released around the same time Angle came in. Bye, Booker. And then, so, in in, kayf- in kayfabe, they did it so um, Steiner was released so they could sign Angle. <laughs> nice. Has this guy just got signs, like, for everyone? <laughs> I like how quickly he got with the Booker. Fuck, that was some... Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a mark. Hey. hey. You know what it is? I, 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 always, I always liked Hen- uh, Mark Henry. Um, I like, well, to be fair, I wouldn't like him at this stage in his career. I prefer him here than in 996. Fucking hell. He was dog shit. 1999 is. The whole Hall of Pain thing. The Hall of Pain thing was great, yeah. That was happening around the time I got back into wrestling, and it was one of the best things going. I mean, the matches were dog shit, but everything around the matches were great. That retirement angle was fucking sick. It was great. Hmm. Oh, with Cena. Yes. The, yeah. What, the, what really made the it better? In the what? The summon suit. The, the yeah, that's what really made it. The greatest suit. The greatest suit. I, I, I do detest that angle for one reason, and it's because no one ever trusts a retirement angle ever again. Well, I mean, Ric Flair. I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> he owes money to like half a million mafias. So. And wives. <laughs> he, he owes millions of dollars to as many wives. Yeah. Million dollars to millions of wives. I still yeah. millions of dollars. Mil- I still can't get over that Randy Orton thing was like you're a virgin to the business and you realise how many virgins I've made bleed. It's it's <laughs> one of the greatest promo lines I've ever heard. By the way, exposing the behind the scenes of Podmania. So like basically all of us bath and gasp before the couple of options we were thinking of. And um, Rob put forward um, Flair versus Triple H or um, Taker versus Hogan. And he was like, one's, um, one's, it's like, one's clearly better. So I'm going to go for the worst one. Suffer <laughs> together, boys. That's what this podcast is. <laughs> Fucking hell. Where did Rob Van come from there? I'm happy to. Oh, look. <laughs> pile on. Pile on. I'm happy to take one for the team for Hogan. Yeah, I know you are, mate. I know you are, buddy. You'll take anything from Hogan. Wait. I will just say, by the way, talk about putting Henry over big. Two finishes and then everyone piles on. That frog splash is great. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. but apparently he's a bastard to take. Well, yeah. I imagine it's the same as Jeff Hardy. Like, apparently he 
apparently he'd properly knock the wind out of you. Especially if he catches you on the knee. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. That, that is great. <laughs> oh, the lovely sequence. Oh, I love that as well. Like such, a, like just easy put, put your leg on the thing. <laughs> to be fair, that's probably as much as RVD can do. He's probably stoned. <laughs> this is the first time Morton's been in, is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. There we go. That guy's got another fucking sign. <laughs> a total idiot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's got one for wow. each person. Yeah, has, has he got them all? Fucking hell! What a mark for himself. Jesus. Nowadays, you get st- don't signs get searched on the way in nowadays? Fucking hell, what a clothesline that was. Oh, the lovely wasn't little clothesline that, that was. that rumour saying that they gave, you, like, they gave the signs out when you went in? Well, like oh, yeah, the Bailey was... section, the Hugger section, yeah. sorry, those signs were given but, out, weren't they? But to be fair, you knew those were handed out. No, I, you cannot tell me in, like, going from Texas, um, fucking Dallas, Texas, over to Yonkers, New York, or fucking whatever... They have um, individual Bailey fan clubs. <laughs> Don't know. It's a big deal. Ooh. Oh, fucking hell! To see the manager. Didn't give herself no- much room there, did he? Tell you what, Rob Van Dam's been a fucking house on fire this match, hasn't he? He really ah. has. That's the thing about Rob Van Dam. He's great when he doesn't need to okay. worry about the structure. Oh, that was nice. That was nice. And Two. as I say, that Van Dam's eliminated. Dudley, they're really going through them quickly, aren't they? Bischoff's a proper shit-eating grin. Oh, he's got such a good grin, Annie. Fucking hell, what a bump that was! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, um, Randy Orton used to take... Because he used to do a few high-fly moves as well. And then Arn Anderson said, you're six foot four. Why the fuck are you doing that? Well, so it, his finisher used to be a diving crossbody, didn't it? Yeah. So I kind of like that. And he, so he went from trying way too hard to not trying at all. And it's all sort of like, Randy, you were meant to fall somewhere in the middle here. Oh, diving headbutt. Ooh, One, Look, two, I've... fuck off. No. The thing is, this isn't that long after Reverend Devon. Oh, God, God. I made masturbation. <laughs> Testify. I, I, uh, how, how is your girlfriend going to have questions after? <laughs> Mate, it's not the worst thing I've shouted. <laughs> it's not. Like, every week on the start of cash, she hears you chow- shouting about chains. So True, true. <laughs> <laughs> I like how gassed is there going, I'm just going to not ask for the context of that. <laughs> I don't need to. I see the pictures. <laughs> Oh, to be, just for context for people, the only pictures we ever sent him in the group chat are those of um, Gogan Death, who is the clown. Yeah, I don't like that shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck off. I hate it. Oh, nice. That was a lovely one. Fucking hell. Oh a sling blade that... eliminated Devon. <laughs> that wasn't even a sling blade. I think eliminate. Well, like about. Um... Bubba, right here, is that he's just wearing trackies. He's just not bothered, is he? Couldn't have given yeah, less of a shit. I used to have the short version of those trucks. I genuinely thought you were going to say the, the tank top. I was really hoping you'd have the tank top. <laughs> oh, Christ. I, I I would love a Dudley tank top just for the sake of having one. I'd never wear it because I don't wear tank tops. I'm actually really self-conscious about my arms. But 
I'd have loved it if Microsoft had just danced and then tagged himself out again. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been his only, his only stuff in the match, was just the little dance. No, he would have done that, he would have done <laughs> that in 95. The <laughs> thing is about Shawn Michaels, despite the fact he's very much like not prototypical WWE, he's like the most WWE worker ever. Oh, double X. Like all this shit. <laughs> Although, in research, guess what Shawn Michaels turned up in 1999? Um, oh, I know this. He had a random match, didn't he? Um, it wasn't even a match, he was a special guest referee. Oh, fuck no, I don't care. FMW. FMW? The deathmatch place with Hayabusa. What, was he just, like, randomly knocked on a ball? Yeah, he was just the special referee for a Hayabusa match, just randomly. As you do. You know, it's like when in Japan. <laughs> oh, that was nowhere near him. Come on. Total idiot. Total idiot. Small child coming down the stairs with his mum, obviously, not Sonzo. <laughs> Holding what looks like that. a cowboy hat, <laughs> as you do. It's like coming down like John Moxley. Like, here we go. <laughs> Interjected himself. Yeah, it's like, by God, by God, there's a child. <laughs> Look at Devon. Uh, How do you get them mixed up? I mean, one was wearing yellow. That's obviously the biggest difference. <laughs> oh, big, big fucking oh. flapjack onto the ropes. Snake eyes. To be Jesus fair, probably... Christ. <laughs> it was probably smart having the tag wrestle a diva hot tag. <laughs> you can see, realize... you can see why the WWF. And to be fair, anywhere else. Oh, that looked like a nasty bump to Ooh, take. He took that all lovely. on his side. Um, you can tell why so many of them, like, picked Bubba as the sort of the single star to push out of the two. Yeah. Because yeah. he just because he just gets it more than Devon. Apparently. Oh shit! Like apparently, because when we were putting together the. TLC matches, they'd have it. They, ju- they just wouldn't invite Jeff or uh, Devon. Fucking hell. Because to be fair, Jeff would be all he wants to know is what am I jumping off kill? <laughs> what the I fuck is Christian's team. tattoo, by the way? No idea. I've been watching, I've been watching Christian matches for 13 years of my 23 years on this earth, and I have never figured out what the fucking tattoo is. Google it. I don't care that much. <laughs> I like to think it's just someone would spill. Uh, someone spilled ink on him, and he was like, "Yes." <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus! That was, that was rough. <laughs> Get him! Stomp, 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 stomp. Hey, Jericho, what's your favorite New York Broadway show? Stomp, stomp, stomp. Mm-hmm. Travesty. Tommy Dreamer in the crowd with the belt. Yeah, look at that man holding up a world title, Jesus. It's not even his world title, it's someone else's. Yeah. Fucking hell. You're not even a mark. You're just a mark. Oh, nice. (laughs) I like whenever something remotely old school happens, Garth just like, yes. (laughs) This is when Randy Orton used to try. 
Oh, yeah, but it was a very brief window. <laughs> An excessively brief window. Is this, um, like, just after Evolution? Yeah, um, no, this is during Evolution. He's in Evolution yeah. at this point. No. Like, so, but basically Evolution keep ha- trying to have him do things for Clout, and since he's the Legend Killer, if he can win here, he would take out um, Stone Cold, an ultimate legend. Nice. See, it's all connected. <laughs> this is back when WWE knew how to tell a compelling story. As opposed to now, where you have fucking Retribution, which is basically them looking at promising young talent they and going... Like, I mean, they've got a story that's going on for a long, long time at the moment. It's a capitulation <laughs> and the destruction of Lana. <laughs> Look at that blood. Jesus Christ. How do you blade your shoulder? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking... Honestly, man. I forgot Michaels how... knows how to go overboard, doesn't he? I, I completely forgot how much blood was on Michaels. Crike. Like... Apparently, Shawn Michaels wasn't all that smart, and with the amount of blood he lost, I can see why. Oh, that, look at Christian, man. That's grim. I'm confused as to when he even got busted open. When he got thrown into the ring post. Oh, uh, okay. Do that. I still, months later, I still can't figure out when MGF got busted open in that comedy match. I like how... Oh, Jesus. That was actually quite a nice chop. It is literally all over Shawn Michaels, and it fucking hell. Jesus. Do you think that's why they wore red? Maybe. It's almost like, I'm bleeding. Sweet chin music! (laughs) What a pin. Love it. No one one does floppy pins like Shawn Michaels. This always has to happen in the Survivor Series match, though. You need, like, faces need to be behind. Always. Always. Like, because when it doesn't happen, it's just, it's like how, like, every time you question the tropes of wrestling, and then a match, like, for example, two out of three before matches, we were talking about this last week, where every time it goes 2-0, it's just sort of like, well, what was the point? (laughs) It's like the War Games match. When have the faces ever won that coin toss to go first? Ever. (laughs) Because <laughs> the heels use double-headed coins. <laughs> Unwritten rule of wrestling. <laughs> oh, Christ. It's, look at Jerry. Like, the blood work is so grim, isn't it? It is grim. It's grim. Jesus. <laughs> Oof. Tell you what, if you want to be a heel, yeah. you the thing you want to do is kick Austin out of the company forever, isn't it? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because like, basically, this, Austin was just doing this for like a year and a half after he stopped wrestling. No, for like half a year, actually, because he st- only stopped wrestling at WrestleMania 19, yeah. Yeah, and he didn't tell anyone, which is kind of mad. Oh. Backdrop driver! Stupid! Stupid, stupid, stupid. I I got into an argument with someone earlier today where we were like, Randy Orton's the best when he tries, so people should respect him more. And I'm sort of like, well, he tries about as often as the Olympics happen. So, like... Also, if if you're only good when you try, 
why should you respect somebody who doesn't ask themselves? No, exactly. Because, like, say what you want about, like, an objectively lesser wrestler like Cena, who is, like, objectively less, like, athletically skilled than Orton. But, he, my God, does Cena try? Okay. Didn't these two face Most off of Mania 19 as well? Yes, they did. And then, after the match, Jericho hoofed him in the box. <laughs> oh, Austin can't lay his hands on Orton, otherwise he'll be immediately fired. That's a wild Oof. bump, that. <laughs> why, did, why did Sean turn around there? Oh, this closing stretch is fucking I great. That. I love that. Isn't it? What is brilliant? Well, I like, because this closing stretch has been most of them. Well, not like a fair chunk of the match, like half the match. Because we just got like trimmed the fight. It's like, right, Henry, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bye, Steiner. Steiner. Steiner, off your fuck. RVD, cool. Go have your blunt. Imagine if it ended with a double down. It's hard, to, it's hard <sighs> seeing um, Austin, like, care. I know. And he's just like, thing, like, like flicking the bird and. Yeah, exactly, but his career's on the line, so. Oh, shit. Oh. Yes. Roll up! Again, no one does roll ups like Sean either. It's the deadliest like, move in, in wrestling. Again, as a roll WWE wrestler, I don't think there is anyone better than Sean. No. <laughs> it, it, it kills it him to down. say that. Oh, Jericho, you bastard. But he can't be disqualified because he's out the match. Surely Orton should be getting counted out now. Uh, there's always a um, switch over period when someone's eliminated. In kayfabe. Love that, Austin. Just fuck you. Well, like about the skull on Austin's shirt that says "fuck for you." Like <laughs> it's meant to like um, center it, but over here, that's just how some people say it. Hmm. Oh no! There have been some fucking stellar, stellar near falls in this. Who is there? Anyone better at near falls than Sean? Um, I'm genu- I'm genuine. AJ. AJ's really good at near falls. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is Bryan, pretty good. Oh. Yeah, Bryan. <sighs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell, ref. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God. God. <laughs> what a ref bump. Absolute, absolute crumbled. He cleaned I can out. Believe, can actually believe he'll be down for about half an hour now. <laughs> Look at this crowd. Yep. Been a long time since hot, hot crowds like this. To be fair, <laughs> well, it is yeah. Texas. So you've got and, Michaels, who's from and, Texas, and Austin, and who Austin. is from Texas. And also a play job, B. which is basic. And also, it's been a long time since we've had a crowd like this, and we don't have crowds. Isn't um, Booker T and Mark Henry from Texas? Yes. Yeah. Both <laughs> of them. So <laughs> who's from Texas? Texas? Just throw them in this match. <laughs> oh, Christ. He's all. I like. Oh, no, you son of a. What the fuck? What the fuck was that kick? It was, it was a sidekick? Taekwondo, innit? He's, oh, he's a black Bishop, I believe, is the worst fit. Oh! Stop. What, what an underrated sell that is from Orton. 
Ruff didn't see it. It's fine. Yeah, completely fine. Um, Bischoff on WCW commentary, every time someone throws a kick, he's like, well, people in wrestling call it this, but actually it's this. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. Fucking Mr. I have a yellow belt in my local gym. <laughs> my mummy takes me to jujitsu after school. Hey, when I did karate as a kid, I got all the way up to blue. I still love karate. <gasps> Hello, Batista. The animal. Oh my god, it's Deacon like Batista! <laughs> it was um, the fa- the, evolution the at this point. Where was he hiding? <laughs> in the crowd. See, that guy's so annoyed, that guy in the red hat. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> you son of a bastard! Bitch. It's the guy with all the signs! <laughs> Didn't have one for Batista, did you, you twat? <laughs> He was hiding little behind the signs. Little kid there sitting with one of the um, the, uh, the, the Austin fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Two. Oh Three. no! no. Look at Austin. He just realised what happened. Is that thingy there for the buried alive match? Yeah. Yeah. Where Kane interfered for some reason. Obviously. Oh, look at that. Look. Unbelievably gutted. Listen to the silence. Well, yeah, it's like when like Austin's about to go. It's like when Taker's street. Yeah, but to be fair, they do ruin it by having him as a special guest referee at Mania. (laughs) Yeah, and like, yeah, he was back by February and it's November. (laughs) It's like if I went, right, guys, I'm leaving podcast in the middle of one of your reviews in February. Hi, guys, I'm back. I'm back. It's not as the evolution right, we, song. I was just we thinking that. It, we should call um, this match uh, soon because he does like hot dog for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, like, he, he cuts a nice promo, but uh, the promo will last a while. So. Right, let's call it there then, lads. Um, go right on, Shawn Michaels. Let's <laughs> start like with you. To be skinned. What do you think of that match? Good match. I enjoyed it. Good pace, good uh, good blade job. Stellar, <laughs> um, stellar. Fucking amazing ref bump. Had it all. Zexon, enjoying it? Chris? I loved it. It was the exact length this needs to be, because the problem, like, basically all the big Survivor Series matches have now is that they go a fucking hour, and they'd never Everybody have enough... Everybody has to get them moving. Like, yeah. that match proved that you don't have to finish everybody off with a finisher. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like last thing at the beginning of this match was all just boom and boom, you're out, you're out, you're out. Everyone just get your shit in and go. And that's how we should be. Because again, when it lasts fifty minutes, once in a while is fine. But when that happens every fucking year, it's just sort of like, okay, cool. Shane McMahon's having another Iron Man performance. Cool, 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 cool. <clears throat> the greatest like, in the world. Yeah, and like here, like Shawn Michaels is more over because of this, and Randy Orton's more over because of this. Like the heels at the end of this match, Christian. Arton, Batista, and um, Jericho. They're more heels now because they've taken Austin out. So yeah, this is just incredibly good and in a fairly felt time considering how many stories we had to go through in this. And also, Scott Steiner was there. (laughs) What would you rate this then, Garth, first? Uh, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Good. Chris? I'm feeling a solid eight, 
because in terms of like Survivor Series matches, this is one of the better, better ones, but it's also one of the lesser stipulations in WWE. So. It is. I'm, I'm feeling a high eight. Um, you know, you've got the whole yeah. drama with Austin and Bischoff. You've got a brilliant last closing stretch. But then again, you have got to shift the dead weight of Mark Henry and Scott Steiner. Um, but otherwise, far better. That's the first time I've actually seen that match in its entirety. And I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. So well done, Chris. Well done for picking that one. Um, hey. Now, we're going to go to... Now, originally, we were going to end on Garth's pick. But as I mentioned before we came on air, my match has Hulk Hogan in it. And therefore, <laughs> you know, what is a main event if it doesn't have Hulk Hogan in it? So Hulk Hogan is a in the main one. event. He's politicked it. <laughs> he is now in you the main politicked. event. You've politicked. Hey, man, it just doesn't work for him, brother. Okay, so I'm sorry. You're just going to have to go with it. So what we are going to do now is, Garth, what is your pick and why have you picked it? Aside from the fact that it's got your favorite wrestler in it. It, it is... Survivor Series 95, WWE Championship, Bret Hart, Diesel. Yes, you're right. My favorite wrestler of all time, Diesel, is in this match. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't seen it for quite a while, but I do remember, and it's often thought of as Diesel's best ever match of his entire career, because Bret Hart's in it. So <laughs> to be fair, that's... That's like say that's like bringing a water bottle to a desert and saying it's the wettest puddle. I mean, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I've seen. I mean, I've watched a lot, and I mean a lot of Bret Hart matches in varying reviews, and I've seen him have one bad match ever. Um, so, and that's not his fault. It was against Bob Backlund at WrestleMania 11. It was fucking dreadful. <laughs> that I quit match. Oh my god, we're gonna have to do that for the watch along at some point because Backlund is the fucking one, mental. The one where he doesn't say I quit and just go. <laughs> 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 he he sounded like a fucking dog when he tried to get it to swallow a pill. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now. Interestingly enough, we've actually watched along a Brett and Diesel match from the Royal Rumble of this year, '95. And even though Meltzer liked it, he gave it eight. Um, sorry, eight stars. The Pop Mania scale. He gave it four stars. Um, we didn't actually like it as much. Um, and that includes Garth, who is a huge Bret Hart mark. Um, and I think it just went on a bit long. I think that was the issue we had with it. It did because I remember because because we watched it in Blackpool under the influence. And the next day, we were just walking around the arcade because we were killing time. And then just after you and Garth had finished rocking out on Kataya, he turned to me and said, do you know what Meltzer gave that Diesel and um, Sean match? And I'm like, that Diesel and Brett match? I'm like, well, I haven't given it much thought. And he, he was like, well, I'm like, Jesus. And then I was mad about it for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this. Um... I don't get you. Help me to help you. Help me. So, what we'll do then, lads, is if we can find Survivor Series 1995, and then if we can... Oh, I've lost it now, because <laughs> why would the Turned network out... make it easy for me? Why? Turns out we can't find Survivor Series. This is the... Um... What else is this... can't? This is the one with Bill Clinton in. Bill Clinton and Sonny, oh, yeah. Bill no. Clinton, they absolutely fucking rinse throughout 95. Like, every I, pay-per-view I wonder, that fucker shows up. I wonder if Vince isn't a fan of Democrats. I wonder. 
Maybe. Maybe. He'd have a bomber as well, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he had an Obama impersonator turn up at, what was it, Capital Punishment, which to be fair, had a really cool set, but <laughs> not good anything else. Just awful. Um, no, I once randomly clicked on your retro review of that, and it was just you and your own, and I just, I was like, well, I, I would listen to a bit of it in the background while I'm doing work, and then you're just shouting by the time you get to the swagger match. I'm like, Jesus, I've never heard anyone this passionately hate a swagger match. It was. It's an absolutely terrible pay-per-view. Capital Punishment 2011. Absolutely fucking shocking. Um, so Final Survivor Series 995, if you want to jump to 2 hours, 6 minutes and 17 seconds, um, that is where the match starts. And lads, if you are ready, let's jump into our semi-main event. Ironically, the main event of Survivor Series 95. Bret Hart versus Diesel. 3, 2, 1, play. But I, you know what? Though? Every time I end up, if I'm, if I end up watching a WWE show for some reason, and Natalia's on it, every time I hear a beam, I'm like, "It's Bret Hart." No, it's not. <laughs> How disappointing! I know that's the thing, but I think that's the problem Natalia has because it's like I might like her more if I didn't keep thinking she was Bret Hart. Oh, he's, I thought he was wearing white for a second in the light. <laughs> I was like, that'd be a bold choice for Bret. Has Bret ever not worn pink? Now I think about it. Or has it always been pink, Ben? Uh, was, uh, well, black and pink, but then obviously when he went and did the New Heart Foundation, he just wore his, um, short <laughs> his jeans. <laughs> Both jorts, yeah. When you, got the w, when you got the WCW, you just wore like a, like a fucking hockey top. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't into trying in WCW. Really Going through um, 97, Bret Hart and the Hart Foundation is easily the best part of WWF around that time. Mm. Like, most, like, Bret Hart's cutting, like, actual good promos. Yeah. And to be fair, it's not hard in WWF because the Intercontinental Chancel scene seems to be monopolized by fucking Rocky Maivia and Savio Vega, <laughs> so. That's right. Owen Hart wins it in May. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, and then immediately goes, goes on to break Austin's neck. There is that. There is that. So, at the moment, as it stands, Diesel, who is the WWF champion, the 28th WWF champion, has held the belt for 358 days. Christ, that's a lot of days. That is a lot of days. I don't think I've ever done anything for that amount of days. Would you like to hear some of his title defences? Always. This Christ is the state. This is the fucking state of WWF in 1995. He has battled Jeff Jarrett, Bam Bam Bigelow, Sid twice, <laughs> King twice. Mabel. The two dudes with attitude, who of course are Diesel and Shawn <laughs> Michaels, who are both champions, uh, took on the British Bulldog and Yoko Zuna, which you know would have. If one of them had been pinned, they'd have lost their championships. Um, British Bulldog, again. And then, of course, this match here. That is some fucking shit they fed Diesel. And then they wonder why he didn't draw as a champion. And to be fair, what else did we have to feed him at the time? <laughs> yeah, doink. I think Diesel... Doink. <laughs> I think he gets a bad rap as a champion, you know. I mean, it's not like anyone else would have drawn... 
any fucking better. I mean, tell yeah. me honestly, you know, you've got Brett. Well, you've got Brett, you've got Sean. They didn't exactly draw very well either. Sean especially didn't in his first run with the belt in 96. So who who would you put the belt on? Um, Hakushi. Hakushi. The guy <laughs> with the tattooed face. I used to love him. And he used to do that fucking diving headbutt, like little suicide diving headbutt. His match with it, Brett from In Your House, by the way, go and check that out in the Podmania archives of the re- pay-per-view review section, um, is an absolute... Oh, Brett. That little eyebrow so raise, that cheeky grin. <laughs> you sexy man. It's, he's finally... like <laughs> This is what he looks like that. when he's going over. That's a grimace. Christ. Oh, Diesel That's, with his little braid. Oh, oh, That's fucking dreadful. I was wondering why Diesel's hair looked thinner than normal. Oh, just going straight for the... Okay, t- there was a storyline to this, and I can't remember what the storyline was. Uh, the, the Toriano tactic, I see. Brett, nowhere near as proficient as Diesel is taking this off. <laughs> I really want to see Brett tie his shoes now. <laughs> do it too <laughs> anything you can do I can do better I can do pretty silly though because Brett runs chest first into those things <laughs> he does it's like his sixth move of doom except he's dooming himself oh yeah fact, it's, the only, it's the only bump it's really the only bump Brett ever takes Christ it's like Vegeta versus Shizaki all over again. Do something. When you do it, it sounds like it, he's it's being put through the mother of all wow wow pedals. Like, sounds like I'm playing it under a sink. Yeah, it sounds like Metallica's giving it a go. They did a song, and I absolutely fucking loved this Metallica song, and it was the theme song for a Mission Impossible. <laughs> and it was fucking great, and I couldn't find... It's not on any album. And I c- Did you not think to look up Mission Impossible? Do you know what? I'm going to look it up now, because it was such a good song, and this shows my age. I used to watch it on Kerrang! TV. And I disappear. <laughs> what? what a tune that is. The fuck is Kerrang! TV? <laughs> Fuck Later off, Chris. Into, was it Scuzz? Scuzz. Scuzz, yes! What are you two talking about? They're like, on basically, on Sky TV, if you uh, if you went onto the music channels, you, at one point, had very limited choice. You either had Clubland or MTV, and obviously it was a time when MTV had started deciding that, you know what, fuck music entirely. Let's yeah. just watch Knobheads in Jersey. So... Yeah, exactly. Kerrang! was... The wrestling promotion at one point. Well, yeah, Wrestling Society X. Um, Kerrang! was like punk and rock music videos just on repeat, and Scuzz was your... Scuzz was basically Kerrang! wasn't it? Just a little bit heavier. <laughs> just like new metal and metal. Yeah. Oh, new metal. I never want to hear about the 2000s being better ever again with fucking new metal. Hey, mate, if you were there during new, new metal, you don't understand, mate. I was there, but I was like I nine. still listen to new metal now. 
Love a bit of American ad charge. He said, she said. <laughs> it's fun. It's funny because if you looked at like the three of us next to each other, you'd probably point to me and go, yeah, he's the one who's into heavy metal. Oh, yeah. I look so much like an indie kid. It's unreal. No, that's thing. Like, I look like I have, um, I look like I have your music taste and you look like you have my music. I also taste. look the least likely to have a tattoo out of the three of us. Yeah. And I've got four. <laughs> Run away, Brett. <laughs> Run away. He's like, oh, Mav, oh wow, this, this person is bigger than I first anticipated. It's still really on, cool to watch Diesel step over the top rope. Yeah. Like, Go I on, know Diesel, Braun verb. does it now, but... <laughs> Come on, Diesel, verb him in, in his adjective noun. <laughs> Christ, I, I don't like the aesthetic of old WWF because that just looks so bush league. What did you expect? Especially... An LED screen in 95? No, but like, you could do like something. But like, I, I mean, like, the road looks, the um, ring looks like it's falling apart. Again, it was 95. They weren't drawing very well. They had to have used their <laughs> secondary rings. Though this show looks like it's drawn pretty well. It's probably heavily papered. Oh, God, yes. More than likely. Did you see... Oh, well, the WCW pay-per-views, they were really heavily papered. Well, this had a buy rate of 0.57, and it had an attendance of around 14,500. 14,500. To be fair, you could... You get, it's weird, because I was thinking about it recently. You get really used, if you watch stuff like WWE, to these big arenas. Oh, because then whenever you go to one, like a live show or a gig, you you suddenly realise how big a room it is. Mm. Like I went to the Hydro and I, um, for a couple of wrestling events, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Because like somehow it didn't look so as big when I went to see like Noel Gallagher or Rich Dashcroft there. Just realised this is an old hol- no holds barred match. <laughs> Probably important information to know. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why they probably took the top turnbuckle pad off. Because <laughs> you know what you know what my favourite hold is? Untying. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Diesel's not scared about being sued. Then again, he looks like Billy Ray Cyrus evolved. He so. does like <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Don't break my back. My achy breaky back. <laughs> Don't break my quads. <laughs> my achy <laughs> 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 Does, you can do it, but just run through all the injuries Steve's always had. It's just quad, 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 quad. Gonna break some no more quads. <laughs> just running through all the people he's fucking <laughs> buried. Let's have a game of who can tell me, without looking at cage match, Chris, um, how many... WWF champions there have been. Oh, ever like ever. individual people? Yeah. So the first reign <clears throat> as um, Buddy Rogers in '63, all the way through to Drew McIntyre now. I'm going to go with seventy-six. Okay, Garth, sixty-five. It's been a hundred and forty. 
Jesus, that, that means there's been over, he, these are 28, there's been over 100 champions in 20 years. Well, it's the attitude here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I dread to think how many intercontinental champions there are, actually. Let's have a look! Ooh. Oh, Bret Hart going right for the leg. Holding the leg! Oh, oh Jesus. So smart. It's, oh, it's so smart. I, I was so scared that um, Diesel was going to drop Brett on his head there. Probably wouldn't fall off. Yeah, because to be fair, this was like all Japan at the time. That's probably what he'd do. he just dropped to his knees. Brett is fucking great, isn't he? he oh, as much Brett as we... Doing, doing the usual Takahashi spot. <laughs> as much as we, like, grief the shit out of him just because he's Garth's favourite wrestler... Like, genuinely, he is fucking great, isn't he? I don't know how he oh, gets more of it when, like, we never really grief mine or your favourite wrestling. He's fighting, uh, he's fighting, like, as a heel in this match as well. He is. Yeah, because he's preparing to face Sean at Mania, isn't he? Who will be the face going into that. Mania 12, yeah, the Iron Man match, which we are which absolutely is... never doing on this watch along. Yeah, <laughs> it is shite. <laughs> it is a bad match. Fight me. It's not a bad match, it's just a boring match. There's so much of nothing in the middle. Like, yeah. the first 10 minutes are really good, because it's like a technical exchange. The last 10 minutes are really good, because they actually start doing moves, and then the rest of it's fucking rest holds. So. Because uh, Sean couldn't keep up. Wee. <laughs> sure, it's totally Sean. You know who never wanted to do moves? Sean. <laughs> so. Exactly, C- couldn't manage. Intercontinental champions, Garth, let's start with you. How many intercontinental champions do you think there have been? Now, bear in mind, there were 140 WWF champions. When did the Intercontinental come in, though? The Intercontinental came in. The infamous uh, Rio de Janeiro tournament, uh, Pat Patterson, in 1979. (laughs) Um, What if never understood about that? If you're going to kayfabe Oh, Jesus. If you're going to kayfabe a tournament, why put in... With the the exception of, like, Tiger Mask, nothing looks... Interesting rest. Why not just make it up? Oh. Do you not oh, know that Kevin like Nash suffers with his legs? Jesus. <laughs> um, um, I guess. One hundred and twelve. Okay. Chris, I'm, t- I'm trying to go one hundred and eleven just to be like the Price is Right asshole. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to go one hundred and twenty-two. There have been one hundred and seventy-eight. Jesus Christ. Separate reigns with the belt. That's more than WWE. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, They went through a period of Dean Ambrose 29 days, Bobby Lashley 34 days, Finn Balor 22 days, Bobby Lashley 27 days. So the longest reign of the last... um, Let's see. The longest reign since... Fucking hell. We're on 2015 here. Hang on. Um, also, Ziggler and Miz kept passing it. Oh my each god! Other. Seriously, fuck me. So there have been. There you go. So Cody Rhodes in 2012 held it for 236 days. That was actually a really good reign. That was, good the uh, only... that was when he brought back the um, white belt, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The only reign from 2012 up to now that has hit 200 days was Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, Christ, I forgot he held the belt. Exactly. (laughs) And he defended it 
four times. <laughs> One of which was the title change in which he lost it to Braun Strowman. That's fucking mental. Anyway, the match Just, that we're watching. I, I have several questions about the shirts in the front row. First of all, <laughs> I being, know which ones you're talking about. Why was the night? Just all this, of the why. It's how people, like, it, George Harrison appears to be in the front row there. Yeah, it's Joey Ramone, isn't it? Fucking love the Ramones. To be fair, my brother had never heard of him because he's a fucking idiot. And I was like, you know that weird logo you keep seeing on t-shirts but you keep asking me what we are? Yeah, that's for amounts. And he was like, put put a song on. So I was like, I kind of want to shock him. So I put on the KKK, took my baby away. <laughs> and he was like, wow, they were really hardcore. <laughs> like you're Because he, he didn't know who the Jam were. I recently I found out today he doesn't know who Joy Division are. Really? Yeah. And he keeps going, well, I don't have a... Mu- I d- didn't study music like you did. It's like, still, these are cultural You have milestones. ears. Like, yeah, you have... You listen to music. The KKK took my baby away. <laughs> it took her away. Away from me. They took her away. Away from me. Fuck, I love the Ramones. They're so That's good. So, much, uh, so good and only now three cards. <laughs> I watched um, a documentary about them, and they said they never, ever got big in America, but in, I think he said Mexico, as soon as they went south of the border, they were fucking huge. They were playing in front of, like, 80,000 people. But in America, they could just... They never really made it. And now that's they're weird. iconic, like, um, aren't they? Yeah, it's no, like that's There was a band, and the kid... Like, the guy from this band... What the fuck were they called again? Um, oh, they were like an eighties sort of power metal band. Um, had like a German name. What the fuck were they called? And Metallica covered one of their songs. Rammstein. What's Rammstein? No. Um, but they were like the the singer lived a couple of streets away from me, and his kids went to the school, my school and stuff. And um, we I remember we're like we're talking to him once, and he says, "Yeah, he's like." Never really cut it here. He's like, but the other week we were in um, Germany playing to 80,000 people in the stadium. Jesus. Um, what the fuck are they called? Um... But we, I know we've been talk- we went on a weird musical tangent, but that's actually really cool what Brett's been doing. Yeah, Brett has, oh, yeah. T- Brett has tied um, Nash's or Diesel's leg with the microphone cable, which is great. <laughs> and Brett has been working the leg pretty much non-stop. So... It's like masterful storytelling within a match. Yeah, it is. I'm actually, as much as we've done pretty much everything apart from talk about this goddamn match, I've actually really <laughs> fair, enjoyed it. Like, Diesel's it's been a nice match, yeah. Like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. That is... <laughs> thing is, that's not even selling. I bet you he just forgot it was on there. <laughs> <laughs> My leg usually goes up when I do this. Huh. It's like how um, it's it's like when you play peekaboo with a baby. It's like oh, it's normally a person in front of me. Oh, there, there it is. Ugh. Oh, there no. you go. Go for the leg. Mm. But, 
By the way, real talk, since we can see him there, El Habner's a shite rat and I hate him. That seems cruel. He, he's just bad. He gets too involved. Especially after the screw job, because he's like, ooh, I'm a famous referee. Hey, man. Brett screwed Brett. <laughs> um, and to be, have you? Remember, have you seen like screenshots from El Hebner's old Twitter account, which you can't get into anymore? No. no. He he kept sending tweets, thinking they were DMs. Oh no! <laughs> and oh, one time, it's like I'm ready for my. There's a there's a video of a podcaster like um reading out <laughs> El Hebner tweets, and I'll send it to you because it's fucking hilarious. And it's like I'm ready for your BJ when you're ready to give it to me. God. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he. Def- and like, there's this one where he's like going, yeah, okay, cool, I'll see you there, cool. And it's sort of like, oh, that's not how DMs work. Uh, oh, low blow. Oh. I like how this is now a compelling match. I like how this is literally now a compelling match that's only taking place in one quarter of the ring. Yeah, it's a good point. Diesel hasn't moved in the last 10 minutes. It's great. It's like how um, Shaggy owns 10% of his brain. <laughs> to be fair, I like that, because Brett basically went, what can't we Diesel really do? Move. Right, I'm going to do a match around the fact that Diesel can't move. Is that a microphone card? Yes, it's yeah, it's, it's an XLR. Quite frankly, um, the sound tech should be sh- ashamed of himself having cables just exposed like that. That braid on top of Diesel's head now looks like a floppy <laughs> penis, and I can't take I my eyes take off it because he moves his I head and it just flops sh- on top of his head. <laughs> so, so Brett, are you ready for my diesel power? Oh, Blitz God. <laughs> That's what the band are called, Blitzkrieg. Oh, I've heard of them. Couldn't tell you a song they did, but... Singing used to live a couple of streets down from me um, when I was a kid. <clears throat> I used to drive around in this fucking black Ford Capri oof, with a red stripe around it, blacked out windows. Like, it's totally amazing. Oh, you think that's cool? Um... Callie Ray Jackson once liked my tweet, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're an embarrassment, I mean, Bobmania. Yeah. Somehow I don't, don't see Metallica covering one of her songs. <laughs> I, I would love to. So see call me, maybe. Um, <laughs> have you guys not listened to Emotion, one of the best pop albums of the past 10 years? I haven't. I'll tell you what, I was listening to the other day, though. <laughs> what? Spice Girls with uh, Alice. Christ. She's, she loves the Spice Girls. Alice is six, though, Garth. Chris is a fucking <laughs> grown-ass man. He's four. <laughs> he has studied music. Obviously not hard enough. <laughs> I still like all the... I still like all the <laughs> classic shit. <laughs> I love the fact that Diesel is selling the legs so much that he can't actually run the ropes to do his yeah. usual spots, so he adapts it for his leg game. That's great. <laughs> Whoever... Who should take notes? <laughs> Whoever knew that Diesel could set up a match and sell? I know. Well, it's because Brett set the match up. I know, but he's selling. 
And no, like, big, to be fair, if I was in a match with Brett, I'd sell just so Brett wouldn't start bitching at me backstage. <laughs> Fucking renowned Mona is old Brett Hart. You know, apparently, after you, you know how um, Yokozuna cut the WrestleMania match shot, apparently, he, but it was meant to go like 10 extra minutes. Like, you will not get those 10 minutes again. And Yokozuna is probably going, Good, I don't need to wrestle for 10. Is it? I'm fucking maggot. <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole three minutes, Brett. I mean, God. Oh, what's he thinking? It. I'll do it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> See if that was Michael's blade job. My just God. Pissing blood all over. <laughs> we can't play. <laughs> We can't appreciate a nice little bit of above-average wrestling without Garth going, oh, you know that fucking Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, fuck that fucking Shawn Michaels. Oh, your lid's falling off. He's he's just desperately trying to make up for the fact that he... Um, the old breath- woman in the front. She's obviously loving it. The old so woman in the breast shirt. Did you just see when Diesel kicked out? It's like, oh, man. She's loving it. Oof. Maybe some like quantum leap shenanigans have happened, and that's just <laughs> Garth inside of that old woman. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Oh shit! Oh god! Here comes the five nice moves of doom. Program. Here comes the pain. Doom, doom, doom. I was thinking about this the other day. What do you think Bret Hart would have done with someone like Brock Lesnar? Destroyed him. Um... <laughs> Shot on him. Made him tap. I probably um, had a good match with him. I imagine yeah, it would have been along cause... the lines of the Brian match. Actually, yeah, I think because Brian, um, Daniel Bryan, in basically every measurable way, is like the best aspects of Brett and Sean put into. Brett would probably oh, just a from the <laughs> Jeez, what the, what the fuck happened? Like, there? Like, like, fuck that, I'm not taking that. <laughs> that looked for all the world like Diesel no sold that completely. No, fuck that. <laughs> he just, he just Samoa Joe did. I just casually walk out of the way. My, that woman's really concerned. One of my favourite New on. Japan promos is, um, and Chris, you'll probably know this, Zack Sabre Jr., where. <laughs> Kota Ibushi said he was going to do a moonsault off a balcony, and Zack Sabre Jr. just went backstage and went, if you're going to do a moonsault off a fucking balcony, I'm going to fucking move, aren't I? I'm not going to stand there and fucking take it. I'm going to fucking move. He's the greatest such a good fucking promo. And he's just, because he's just a dick. Remember at Wrestle Kingdom when he was shouting at Sonata after the, after a tag match, it's like, you do a dragon sleep like that, and if, when Tatsumi Fujinami's in the building, shame on you. <laughs> you should be ashamed. <laughs> Or um, him blaming um, his poor performance in the 2019 G1 climax. <laughs> on Brexit. On, on Brexit. Oh, there we go. Announced it. Oh, and there goes the Spanish announce table. And there goes the Spanish announce team all over the floor. Did we not afford a better table at the time? Like <laughs> solid pine table. <laughs> <laughs> picnic bench. That looks like the kind of table you get at your local fucking car boot sale. <laughs> Why is Il Hebner getting involved with these? It's a no-holds-barred match, you fucking clown. What are those kids doing? Shake hands. 
I would say Diesel sat on the leg, but he might just legitimately be injured because it's his leg. Yeah, we literally can't. There's no telling with Diesel. It didn't move the monitors again. That always concerns us. <laughs> oh, remember when, who was it, Daniel Bryan took his spell onto the monitors and it was a massive gash in his back? Do you remember when Horrible. the League of Nations were a thing and they put Roman Reigns through a table and Rusev just ran off with one of the monitors? <laughs> <laughs> he just ran backstage with it. Like, yeah! This is mine now. <laughs> Didn't he put a tweet out with me going, I still have that monitor? Yeah, I think so. Fucking hell, though. Have you seen how beefy those 1995 monitors are? They're like proper fucking TVs. <laughs> yeah. They're like those things you used to wheel into like, science. I'm I'm pretty sure about specimen both catch fire and fireman Sam. <laughs> 14 inch TV. That used to have on top of my wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, Diesel, today, fucking hell. The 14-inch TV from the other side of my bedroom. Like, and it was amazing. Like, now it's like, pfft, I don't want anything less than 32. <laughs> I remember, because, like... If he's not got Netflix on it, what's the fucking point? The best TV uh, I ever owned myself was one of those little um, CRC ones. Oh, yeah. And, oh, that's it. Um, but it kept going green. I had to smack it to make it go <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back to normal. And the tubes on the table. And also, it was bright yellow. <laughs> Here we go! Chris, he was pulling his attire right up Brett's ass there, wasn't he? Sandbag. I'm dead. <laughs> Brett has, like, a bump. How I fucking high are so. Diesel's trousers now? I know, hmm. it's proper Simon Caldit, hasn't he? <laughs> Wedgie. Oh no! Oh. One, oh, two, three. two, three! Oh, brilliant! Two, <laughs> Ooh. Did anybody lip read Diesel then? <laughs> Fucking motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, see you, Earl. Oh, oh, we're gonna we get a power bomb. I love jackknife power bombs, by the way. So this is exciting. Oh. Legs are oh, low fuck it up! Just oh. absolutely no fucking yeah. control over that whatsoever. I love, I love a bra- because believe it or not, the whole of my 1997 project so far, he hasn't thrown one power bomb, and I'm fucking disgusted. He wasn't Diesel. Diesel, um, Nash, yeah, he hasn't done one power bomb. Oh, I love these. Because <laughs> like it's properly like you would actually power bomb someone. You wouldn't get them up all night. You just like lift them up as until they're up and then drop them. Is this Diesel turning heel? I think so. Turning. Diesel, Diesel, <laughs> you haven't won, mate. Give the belt back. You haven't won. Yeah, I'm going to make this thing spin. I'm going to make this thing spin. Right, lads, let's leave it there. Let's pause it there just as Diesel limps his way out of the ring. <laughs> as is his God-given right as an American. Absolutely. Um, Goth... <laughs> Let's start with you. What did you think of that match? Thoroughly entertaining. Um, just really, really good storytelling. Uh, Diesel, where credit's due, did his part. Um, just like the nice little bits and bobs. I mean, like Chris mentioned, like all the corner work. Um, some of the bumps are pretty pretty big for like a normal Bret Hart match. <laughs> no, no, really, really good. I loved it. Christopher? The right man, the right man won. <laughs> you just called me Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> never, do, never do that again. Um, yeah, it was good. It kind of lulled a bit in the middle, but then like 
the beginning was great and the ending especially was great, especially when Diesel's leg was just attached to it because it's almost like, Brett, I can't move. And it's like, okay, well, we can work around this. <laughs> we'll tie you to the corner post and then you don't have to. It's all good. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, Garth, since this was your pick, what would you give this match out of 10? Um, 11. No, um, <laughs> I'd give it another another eight, possibly a nine. Um, just really, really good stuff. And I mean, sometimes in matches like this, the end sort of comes and it's a bit of a sort of letdown, but this was the perfect ending. Like Brett was just absolutely destroyed and then got a roll up. Um, I'll go high eight. Kept Diesel strong, didn't it? Um, yeah. Chris. Keep diesel strong. Um, yeah, I'd also go a night. It was properly just really fun. And yeah, yeah like not going to change your life, but it's, it's worth watching. I mean, you've already watched it if you're. <laughs> 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 um, I agree. I agree. I think it was eight stars. I personally prefer that to their Royal Rumble match. Um, even though Meltzer apparently preferred the Royal Rumble match, I thought that was great. I thought the entire story surrounding the leg and the added sort of stipulation of it being no holds barred, but without them going ridiculously into the let's just hit each other with everything we can find, we're really well. We're yeah. really well. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's 30 years of Undertaker. Now, you should know this because if you have the WWE Network, they show it at the start of every fucking thing you try and watch. Um, But yes, and Survivor Series on Sunday, it is 30 years of Undertaker. So, of course, we need to do an Undertaker match. And who better to pit him against than the immortal Hulk Hogan? The immortal Undertaker against Immortals Hulk Hogan. And this took place Survivor Series 1991, TNA joke there, uh, November 27th, 1991. So if you want to skip to one hour, 11 minutes and 15 seconds, that will take you to the match. Um, I have never seen this match, honestly. I just wanted an old match. Partly I knew it would make Chris's head explode um, (laughs) because he's not going to be good, is he? Because this is well before Undertaker was compelling in good. the ring or yeah just good in general let's not be around the bush um i imagine the entrances are going to take far longer than the match and once we get to the in-ring action i imagine it's going to be shit but we'll all have a laugh watching this it. match before say again i have a weird story about how i've seen this because i had the psp and there was a little um the UMD discs that had movies on it, and this was this had a little Undertaker UMD disc that had this on it. <laughs> right. So, are we all ready, Chris? Are you ready? Your time. Oh, oh, oh! Hello. Hello. Are you ready? <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> Apparently, yes, he I'm didn't ready. want to do it that, that much okay. that he turned himself off. No, that, that was weird. Anyway, let's go. Okay, Garth, are you ready? Ready. Let's do this. So, in three. Two, one, play. Let's do some fucking Hulk Hogan versus The Undertaker. In Detroit, Michigan. Oh, Gorilla Monsoon on commentary. That guy's just absolutely fucking terrified to be there. He's in tears for some reason. Why, Why is there a scan line at the top? Do we not have a better copy? 
Yeah, apparently this is the VHS copy. It's going to cut to adverts in a minute because your mum's taped over it. (laughs) Oh, Christ. Were people really that soft back in the day? What, they were scared of The Undertaker? Look at his fucking eyes, mate. I'd be scared of him. These are the same people who are probably on Facebook today calling me a snowflake because I have makeup on him. uh, I think you look pretty. I, I do look pretty. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? No. Um... <laughs> that was a little Hulk Hogan casket there. Nice little detail. Nice detail. <laughs> well, like, you can tell good for WWE doing it any given year by the amount of effort they put into Undertaker caskets. Because when he took on Kamala a few years later, it was just planks of wood. <laughs> The gravest challenge. Christ, they do like their shit tagline, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it was certainly the tagline of this show. Area, listen to that reception. Fucking hell. I'm sure it's piped in. <laughs> hey. Dun, 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 dun. There's only one man for the main event. Oh my God, that woman is literally in Christ. tears at the sight of Hogan. In front of what looked like Tony Again. Schiavone. <laughs> Maybe he's there begging for a job. Undertaker's like, like fuck please. this guy, seriously. <laughs> no, because he's already seen the finish that Hogan's booked himself for. <laughs> that guy's just gone, can I have my sign back? <laughs> what the fuck's this? Steal my sign, you prick. I wanted you to sign it, not steal it. Jesus. Whoa. 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 Oh, Whoa. By the way, that Hogan. I love the fact that Hogan can't that Hogan pick guy in front of <laughs> Christ, you can pick a Mondo of a giant, but you can't pick up a casket. <laughs> you. You see that Hogan guy in the front row? He's b- he was awesome in the front row when Hogan lost the title to Yokozuna. <laughs> He's literally just the kiss of death for Hulk Hogan. It's hard, it's hard to, uh, to sort of quantify how big Hulk Hogan was. I know, it's for steroids, though. <laughs> like, I know, like, everyone always says, like, Austin was that big. He wasn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was bigger. And Austin, funny, Austin, Austin, like, Austin drew with, Marvin Hogan. He just did. Yeah, like within the wrestling world, like it's weird. Like Hogan, like was the first to really sort of break out beyond it. Yeah, Hogan was a real like cross media star. The thing with Austin is, as well as him being absolutely fucking great, he pulled the WWF from... I am of the belief, and I think many people are, that without Austin, the WWF would have faltered and probably lost the war, the Monday Night War, to WCW. And I think Austin pulled them for that, whereas Hogan didn't pull the WWF from anything. He ushered in what you know the golden age of wrestling. And plus, like they weren't, they weren't at arenas as big as they were then later in the nineties. No, because they had a proper solid foundation at that point. No, I think because you look at like how they were pushing everything here, it's basically just Hogan and then everyone else. Yeah, I am a real American. 
Fight for the right of every man. Just pull bear rubbing his nose on the air. It sounds like you were trying to put that into a minor key for a second. I was tempted to at one point, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> then a key change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that on the podcast. Fucking hell, nobody okay. wants to see that. No one hit... No one hits the rope like Hogan, because it always looks like he's about to fall out the ring. Is he that good? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like. Every time um, I read like, an argument about Hulk Hogan that breaks out over like the merits of, whether, of him, because like, it is honestly debatable whether or not he did more harm than good to the business in the long term. Who, Hogan? But, yeah. No, I disagree. He's done harm in his latter years. I think it's, it's at least a debate worth having. But then, um, someone always chimes in going, well, Hogan wrestled in Japan, so he must be a good worker. <laughs> I'm sorry, do I need to point you to what 90s and 80s New Japan was like before you just stop bringing this up? You can argue the initial boom period for wrestling, and I'm talking about the Golden Age, was almost entirely on Hogan's shoulders. I think irrelevant yeah, of I what think... damage he did. And I'm not saying he did no damage. I'm saying irrelevant of the damage. damage. You can't say he I... did more damage than good. You you just can't because he pulled wrestling into the mainstream media where it hadn't been before. And that and was on the back of him. Stank... He is at least partly responsible for basically every company he's been in since going downhill, though. You can argue that, but... I think. Is that, not the, is that not off the back of the fact because he, he was so big, though? Like, he utilised that, he used that. Yeah, but that's even worse. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, like those pe- it's like those people who can't actually do anything. It's like how Vince Russo went from place to place because saying he made Stone Cold and then also helped to bury those companies. I think if you look solely at WCW... Yeah, Hogan's <laughs> Paul Bear getting involved there. Look at that. What a man. What a fucking man. He's also, um, Hogan is also one of the most notorious liars in just wrestling. Oh, God, yeah, but they all lie, Chris. <laughs> Did, then, Not like, one of them can be trusted. Fucking hell, mate. Shawn Michaels. Okay, I know, but Hulk Hogan <laughs> tried to claim that he was booked to fight on a UFC show, and Dana White had to go, what? No, why would we... Have an untrained fighter. Did he say? Did he say actual UFC? No, he said UFC. Yeah. Mm. I mean, so you could have been trying it on a technical. He's by saying MMA. Yeah. No, he one hundred percent. He he just he his tongue outruns him sometimes. Just Hogan. It does, but you can't say that then did damage on the wrestling business. I mean, it, it, again, he did cause no, damage. Saying, his saying that politicking, did. his ego was completely out of control, especially in the later days of the NWO. It's still out of control. Not to the same extent by any stretch of the imagination. And I'm not, I'm, you know, <laughs> that main event mentality with him did keep talent down and that caused you know a lot of jumping ship from wcw to wwf but wcw got the biggest numbers they ever got on the back of hulk hogan turning heel and yes he was completely basically unworkable with towards the end but the bucket once he'd gone the company had another nine months to turn it round after he left he didn't wrestle after bash at the beach 2000 the company had the chance to turn it around and 
Vince Russo, the booking, the ridiculous stuff they tried, just all of that led to its downfall. So okay, Hogan was certainly a factor, but you can't say he contributed solely down... to its demise. I, I don't agree with that. I'm not saying solely. I'm saying I'm not saying solely because like there's also Russo, there's also Bischoff, there's like a million different factors. Scott Hall and but, fucking Kevin exactly. Nash their best. But then you go, you look at. Um, TNA and basically he, he and Bischoff changed the whole fucking company as soon as they walked through the door. Because it was dying, Chris. Off of the worse. No, it wasn't dying in 2009. It was dying after he left. You think they had... You think they made the decision to put Raw against Impact, do you? That was the beginning of the that end. Was, that was um, Dixie. That was that. Dixie, yeah, exactly. I'm not saying... But then again, that... he probably had Bischoff going and going, yeah? Let's do it. He had nothing to do with Impact. He, he had he nothing like to do with those sort of meetings, apparently. According to his podcast, again, it's his word, so who knows. But I agree that Hogan is a factor, him, but... Him, him and Hogan would have had a big cross to bear with Vince, though. I'm not going to lie, guys. So... This match is fucking dull, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's bad. I, it's, I don't know why he did... At least, at least Ric Flair matches are fun to watch because Ric Flair's mad. Hogan just doesn't want to bump. This, this, this is before it became, like, well, semi-good anyway. Hogan or Taker? Well, I don't... Taker. Well, because Hogan was never didn't, semi-good. But didn't Paul Bearer just clock him with the air uh, urn? Because, like, it's something I never got, because, like, in 1989, you had Flair versus Steamboat, and, like, Funk versus Flair and shit like that in America, but then you have this shit. This isn't the main event, in fairness. Okay, but tell, look me in the eye and tell me that most Hulk Hogan matches of this era is better than I this. want to point out that the main event was the stellar encounter between the Big Boss Man and the Legion of Doom versus IRS and the Natural Disasters. Tell me that wouldn't draw money, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the Natural Disasters. Hey, I love the Natural Dude, Disasters. Look at that fucking Hogan cunt in the front. Hogan. Can someone like... Yeah. Like that poor old lady behind him can't see because of him. You always have. You, know, you always have that one. Remember that guy at fucking Takeover Blackpool who had a laptop on his lap the whole time? I think he might have been making notes for a review, in fairness, but yes, I do remember him. Okay, but like. We did a review, we weren't taking notes during the show. That's probably why our review was shit, Chris. <laughs> I mean, I took notes after the show. I actually put effort into it, but okay. Oh, well, I will have. I've just realised it's you again. Yeah, you shit ref, you. Just looking for any any piece of uh, no chicken ground. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hulk, can I have your knee pads? <laughs> Got a knee based on it, it's fun. <sighs> Tell you what, though, when you look at Undertaker tattoos up close, they're kind of shocking. Of course, they are. At least he has. At least, uh, why is everyone looking the other way? There must have been a fight going on. Or just looking at anything apart from this match. Yeah, to be to be fair. Oh, but wrestling was better in the nineties. They actually sold. Fuck off. Oh, who's selling here? Look. Hulk Hogan was like, how can I take a loss without taking a bump? 
How can I take a loss and still get paid most? <laughs> no! Oh, Christ. Is someone sucking him off under the camera? Is there not something you're not seeing? <laughs> I'm Undertaker! <laughs> My favourite one is still at Canadian Stampede, where he's just going around laughing and then just looks down the camera. Murder! <laughs> Murder! Someone's got his, like, ginger hair. Murder. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, here it comes. Oh, so he magically recovered from being choked. The crowd cheered him on. Have you ever seen Rocky? No, of course not. You know I haven't. You don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) He's the Rocky of the wrestling world. Takes a licking but keeps on ticking. (laughs) Cannot believe you've just said that. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you? Oh my god. Oh wow. The fish cell from Hogan. The underrated <laughs> salmon cell. Just. <laughs> and as you see the life slowly leave its eyes, you think, yes, that's what we'll do for dinner tonight. I don't know about you, but I always think whenever I'm cold and I think I need a pair of gloves on, I always think I need my PVC <laughs> gloves. Not my, not my normal gloves, my PVC <laughs> ones. Tell you what, it's funny because I was that reminds me because I was out I was out from a walk the other day and it was fair, I, I live on the coast so when it gets cold it gets really nippy. Um, I saw so I saw like a girl with like the jeans with holes on them, but like they were so ripped to the point where they may as well be shorts. Oh yeah, I've seen them. Mm. Seems to be the style at the moment, doesn't it? Oh yeah, fuck so off, Logan! Like, oh, piss off! Fuck off! No selling the tombstone and and Q Garf going. But have you seen Rocky? Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking hell, like, Jesus Christ. Is the Undertaker more or less imposing with ginger hair? Um, <laughs> less it depends on his context. If he was in, like, a Scottish pub, <laughs> then he'd probably be more imposing. <laughs> Raise the roof! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ric Flair looks like he's like just very upset. Oh, you know what's coming, don't you? You know what's coming. Um, well, like here, this is this is so very clearly like a setup from future match between Flair and Hogan, and then they never did it. Because if because Hogan then de- uh, Flair decided now I want to work with someone else. <laughs> Neither of them wanted to lose. It's the reason Austin versus Hogan never happened. Or Hogan versus Brett. No, that's me, because Hogan versus Austin was apparently the original plan for 18, but then neither of them could agree on a finish. Well, Hogan Flair was the initial plan for um, WrestleMania Mate, 8, 8, wasn't it? To be, to be fair, though, like I fi- just looking at what Flair and Hogan did like a couple of years later, I'm kind of fine that we got Savage. Oh, chair, 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 guys. And Hogan was nowhere near it. Yeah, because quite frankly, um, Savage versus Flair is objectively just better than anything Hogan and Flair ever did. I genuinely expected Hogan to kick out on three. (sighs) Fucking the ultimate warrior. 
So uh, this is the Sunday. Doesn't Undertaker drop it back to Hogan on the Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday in Texas. What you put on, man? Like Hogan's just put over the next upcoming <laughs> star. He he didn't though. He, he put him over in the same way that I like babysit my you nieces. Antagonistic like, fuck. Made him look. Made him look strong. Made him look strong. You absolute <laughs> ring piece. Shut you, up. You don't even. You don't even believe what you're saying. And I mean, it took a chair and outside interference. <laughs> Thing is, because I was talking to Rob about this because I was watching some stuff in 1989 how like Ric Flair is like the perfect wrestler because he is both looks strong but also looks like he could be defeated at any point and then you look at Hogan and it's sort of like I'm going to like no sell all your shit and it's going to take mm. Ric Flair interfering to beat me right lads let's stop it there um should we just see if Hulk Hogan was alright <laughs> no <laughs> No, I mean, weirdly, weirdly, that was the end of his career. He was never heard of again. It's been really weird. Yeah, no one ever, no one ever saw him. And they, they investigated it and like turned up, I, it turned up like there was a lookalike, um, Mr. America. <laughs> it was never yeah, proved, mate. Who that was? He was a lie detector. We, we, we will never Another know. thing Hogan refused to ever. put over. Um, so, Garth, let's start with you. <laughs> What did you think of that match, brother? Amazing. Um, dog it shit. was. <laughs> it's absolute drizzling shit. <laughs> what was fucking I mean, what is like? This is gonna like some people are gonna really get fucking pissed off with this, but I've never really rated Undertaker, like as a wrestler, like as a character, and as a everything else. He's amazing, but the actual when it comes to the matches, well. Later on, I suppose, with Michaels and stuff, but for at least five years, he was shit. Like, that level shit. Like, most of his matches were like that, where he was the docile, fucking slow... Oh, that was rubbish, but that was just fucking wank. Doing anything... That... Sorry, doing anything to, like, not blame Hogan there. I was just thinking that. I love the fact that no, he's just putting I'm... over the fact that it was I'm... just... I'm coming to that. I'm coming to that. This wasn't Hogan's fucking finest hour. Fucking <laughs> <It was> not, <laughs> mate. This was fucking shit. Oh, the fact that he was literally choked out, still getting choked, and then suddenly he's like, wait, I can breathe now. It was the fact that he was like, right, all these moves, I totally put them down. Takes a tombstone, that woke him up. Um, <laughs> To be fair, in WCW, there was a reviving elbow drop from Randy Savage. That is true, there was. Um, um, it was just, it was one. Honestly, three, two or three out of ten. You're being generous. Christopher? It's still a Hogan's entrance, I like that. Okay, yeah, but so? Like, so, yeah, that was... Fair with the next. That was awful. Undertaker was green as grass, and you're in there with Hulk Hogan, who like couldn't carry anything. And then you have the fact that, like, I'm still not going to get over it because he recovered from being choked while still being choked. Like, that's not how choking I'm works. Mean, I don't know if you guys have ever been choked, but that's not quite how choking works. Um... Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting some fucking insights into Garth tonight. Outstanding. 
Uh, great stuff. Um, and yeah, just and then everything else, just no selling a tombstone, and apparently you had to take it on the chair. Like again, it's Hogan going. Well, apparently we need. Like I'm not being funny. I'm pretty sure he'd no sell a fucking nuke if he could. He'd just mm-hmm. be there going, "Oh, the nuke just made my leg drop more atomic," and just yeah, none. Of, n- nothing works in this match. It was dull as anything up until the point where it got actively annoying. And I'm fe- I'm literally feeling a dud in this one. I didn't like anything about it. Well, honestly, guys, I don't know what match you were watching, but I fucking love that. <laughs> the in-ring psychology, the crowd were hot. You've got two of the best workers of the time. Um, like I say, I don't know what the fuck you guys were watching, but I love that match. I'm giving it the full 10, and you know what? I don't think any match ever could top it. Obviously, I think it was a one-star match. That was that was, that was <laughs> relative. That might be one of the worst WWF Championship matches I've ever seen. That was that was fucking. I don't think. He, to be fair, I think the series of matches he had with the ticker were all shit. Like the series of matches he had full stop were all shit. Eight. The match he had with um, Sergeant Slaughter. Don't. Was a no, it fucking wasn't. You're a liar. You know Stop. <laughs> you don't even believe half the things you're saying. Why why do you say these things when you know it only hurts? It's gonna be- you're making it's the, the baby Jesus cry. <laughs> it's on the list. Um yeah, I'm I'm giving it a one. So between Chris's dud, my one, and Garth's two, um, I think this is pretty much a zero star match. Uh we'll give we'll give it a one just be just because of the pop for Hogan at the start. What, uh, what did Meltzer rate it? Uh, Meltzer didn't rate it. Hang on one second. Let's 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 have a look. <laughs> because I don't think he rated it. So Survivor Series 91, Meltzer ratings. Let's have a look. Um, here we go. Um, hmm, profile DB. Um, he rated it. He, he rated it as half a star. Um... Just, just want to, just to give you some indication of the level of stuff on that show. The following match, which included the Nasty Boys and the Bushwhackers, got three and a half stars. Hey, the Bushwhackers are actually the only people in the history of wrestling to get both a plus five star match from Meltzer and a minus five star match from Meltzer. Well, the DQ finish in the main event got two stars. That gives you some indication of how bad this match is. Two. Meltzer sees two sizes average. Yeah, so that gives you some indication of this absolute fucking cavalcade of shit. Um, anyway, let's... <laughs> you pick Yeah, <laughs> never again. Never trust me again. Um, let's leave it there then, lads. Um, thank you so much for listening, guys. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Google Play, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify. We are everywhere. Download, leave us a five-star review. All comments really do help us out. Go to the website, www.podmania.co.uk. The review of Survivor Series 1996 will be out on Friday at the same time as the podcast at 6 o'clock British Standard Time. Um, uh, You can check the podcast out on Twitter. It's at Podmania. Garth, where can they find you on Twitter? 
Uh, at the Garth. Find me at, at Real Rob Goodwin. And then Christopher, where can they find you? Getting drunk in Bacana. Superb. Uh, we'll see you guys, same time, same place, next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans... 